Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, the Angry Challenger, and I am very tired. How are you feeling there, Dreaded? Oh, my goodness. Like, like I just survived the, the, the most glorious whirlwind of my life, but I'm doing great. Going back to my 9 to 5 this week, it's a little rough coming back down from this awesome weekend. This weekend was awesome for all that you don't know or who don't know. We've been talking about Onikon in our podcast for seems like a couple episodes now. And we went last weekend in Galveston, Texas. It was my first time going. It was Dreaded's first time going. We uh, busted out some new cosplays from Baki the Grappler, Yujiro, and Baki. And we busted out our old stuff. We did the whole Bushido Brown and Miguel duo, Blues Brothers, and had a great time. Great time is really an understatement. I got to say that for this con, it's not just me who's saying it, but, you know, just the experience. One of the best con experiences that people were having. I don't know what it was. The weather was terrible, but the con was great. Great people, great cosplays, great events, great parties. And also, let's shout out all the people who who came and, and saw our panel, the Hadoken Intro to Fighting Games. If you're listening to this uh, this podcast because you uh, you saw our information, uh, welcome, welcome to the the new Challenger Fold, and we hope that you uh, you enjoy these podcasts and, and everything that's attached to them. Thanks for coming to the panel. Yeah, the panel went off without a hitch, and I do have video of the panel. I may have to edit some of the video because I recorded a bit too much, but when I get it up, it will be posted on the new Challengers page on my Twitter, and we may even discuss, you know, hosting panels on our podcast one of these days, but I promise you all on the podcast that you will have a copy of that to watch on YouTube, on our channel, as soon as I can get a moment to breathe. Yeah, Uh, you've been busy there, bud, so, well, you know, another great thing about this weekend since we were on the same stage in the same area, we were able to play some great matches in Street Fighter Cross Tekken and a little bit of Street Fighter Four. Angry, you uh, you beat me. You beat me fair and square, and I I surrendered to your prowess. Uh, I did not beat you in the first to five, uh, either first to five that we played. So you definitely have two on one for the weekend. No, no, no. In Street Fighter Cross Tekken, you took both of those first to five. I'm talking about Street Fighter Four. Oh yeah, well I ruled that game. So, no, I'm kidding around. No, <laughs> th- those, yeah, those close though. But no, man, those the gaming was good, and there were some games. There were some really, really good players at OniCon. Shout out to y'all. Some really great uh, Street Fighter players and some Tekken players as well. Very impressed. I think that OniCon is going to be a con that I go back to. I will definitely be going back. Uh, it, you know the people made it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I uh, yeah. I mean, thankfully, I knew some people that were going to be there from beforehand, and we knew some people that we'd met from previous cons. But then all the new people we got to meet—just amazing, just amazing. Um, you know, I can't name you all on this podcast right now, but guys like Kung Lao, you know who you are. You know, Yun Sung and, and Zhang Hua, the power couple. Yeah, the power couple. Just, just, uh, just great time overall. Can't can't say enough good about it. Uh, I got I got my photo taken with when I was Miguel. I had uh, I got to do a photo shoot with someone who had an incredible 
Kazumi uh, Mishima before she's even out in America that she's being cosplayed. It was amazing. And then later with Rainbow Mika. That was a highlight. That was definitely a highlight. Good picture. Very yeah. good picture. Shout outs. We did Key and Peel for a little bit. I wish we had done it more. But, yeah, that's a regret. But uh, Blues Brothers were kicking too hard. Oh my so. goodness. So much fun as the Blues Brothers. One of the videos of us as the Blues Brothers getting cut down by uh, Levi and Aaron are is actually up on Facebook right now. So it's on YouTube. Excellent. But Blues we're Brothers. Drexed. <laughs> Blues Brothers hit all Sunday. We did Shake a Tail Feather about six times. I did a serenade some lovely ladies of Felicia and a Zelda. Yes, you did. With the song Zangor, I did a Zelda remix of uh, Zangor and then just did normal Zangor with uh, the Felicia. And we also did Bushido Brown and Miguel, which was great. A lot of love for Miguel throughout the day. Uh, surprisingly, the most, the most recognition I've ever gotten for being Miguel. It was fun. A lot of love for Baki. Surprised. I know because more people need to read Baki, and I was so glad that people were were there. They're like, "Oh, you're Baki Hanma," and my mind exploded. And we talked about the manga that we're reading, and it was great. Yes, read Baki. Everybody, read Baki. You're doing yourself a disservice if you do not. I know. I'm I'm trying to spread the 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 gospel of Baki. That that's y'all. If y'all like animes about fighting, about strength, about the journey to become stronger, to defeat your your rival and your opponent, doesn't get much better than Baki the Grappler. No, no, it doesn't. Nope. Well, we keep saying that. But anyway, OniCon, just a great, great experience in Galveston, Texas. Next time, we'll maybe actually be able to like walk around outside. The weather was horrendous. It was just raining. The air was a sh- Thick blanket of moisture at all times. But that didn't stop us us from having a great time. No, it never does. I will say that uh got a dreaded here, got a lot of shout outs for his new level of fitness. One of the main motivators when I you know, I go hit the gym is like, you know, if the the more buff I look, the more I could pull off these these cosplays and have it be memorable and awesome. So um, I'm in the gym. I'm like, what would Baki do right now? He wouldn't stop doing these crunches. He'd get it. So it was it was very it was very encouraging to hear some positive feedback. I know some people that's that's what they do. They get fit for cons. And you know, we had some friends at the cons. Shout out to them. I saw huge huge transformations in their body, uh, their fitness levels. You know, uh, from con to con, and and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely a shout-out to our uh, friend who is a Hugo slash a Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Mr. Travis, making great strides in his fitness. Very admirable. Yes, yes, shout-out to him. I was very impressed. Um, there were some definitely some, there were some buff dudes, and there were some just generally fit people walking around. So, hey, you know what? If going to a con helps you get more fit and healthier in life, go to more cons. I got to say... That and, and training for this race that I ran not too long ago have really, I, I got to say, you know, both of us have been in the military. We're veterans. Yes. And I can say very comfortably that both Angry and I 
are much more fit all these years after being leaving the army now than we were back then. And that's considering the fact that back then I was 22. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Like, I remember I was 26 when I was going through basic. I am 33 now. And, like, if I go back in time, I would I would smoke the ever life out of myself, my younger self, right now. I really would. I believe my younger self would still probably outrun me, distance-wise, but it would not outlift me. No, nah, you would Drex them. Yeah, I would, I would Drex that. Drex them. Them. Sclouts. Sclouts. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And um, it's good to go to a con and have people recognize that in you because it wasn't even that you were getting that rep, you know, for your level of fitness. People were walking up to you even when you weren't Miguel, you know, even when you weren't Baki and like, oh, you're big dude big dude you know so yeah and it was blowing my mind when big dudes were saying it you know <laughs> shout out to a pimp named Slickback, and he was like oh you know we we exchange fitness tips and i was like man you know but that guy was a good 20 pounds heavier solid muscle but he, he we recognized each other's level of fitness uh and and it was that's just really encouraging and i'm about to get back on it you know I, i'm really looking forward to getting back in the gym because there's more cons coming up there's there's uh, more fun to be had. And you know what? Here's another thing about this fitness level. How much fun did we have at that con? Because we didn't slow down. A lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. And we did not slow down. And I'm feeling it to this day. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, Dreaded. I'm really sorry. I, I was feeling good during this podcast, but I just saw something that made me feel really sad. Tell me about it. <sighs> Twelve minutes ago. Yes. SNK Playmore just posted the trailer, the second trailer for oh, KOF no. 14. Oh no. Oh no. Positives. Your girl Leon is in it. Okay. And Chang is in it. Chang Kohan. All right. Now, that probably means that Kim is probably going to be in it. Okay. Okay. I know you're just giving me the positives first. I'm going to send the video to you. That's what I'm going to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast, you are going to get my live reaction to this trailer. Yes. We're going to run this podcast, and I am going to watch this trailer. I'm hitting play right now. Okay. Okay. And buffering, and let's go. Okay. There's already a goofy voice. Oh, wow, that's loud. Okay. Okay. I see some kyo. It looks like it's. 2.5D. Okay, yeah, that's that's Leona. Hmm. There's a lot of fire going on. That's it? Okay, I don't know if y'all know this, but this looks really bad. It looks better than the first one. The they 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 cleaned it up. I'm not gonna say it looks as terrible as the first one. The 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 hit particle effects look better. It's looking more... You know what it's looking more like? It's actually looking more like King of Fighters. Yes. The backgrounds are still really bad, but the animations are a little better. And the way the camera is, it actually makes King of... It, it, it looks more like King of Fighters 13. So it's a step in the right direction, but they still got a long way to go before I'm hype about this. But you know what, Leona? So, yeah. Ah, <sighs> well... 
That's one positive. I would like to see Kim Kepwan. Yes. And I would also like to see Yamazaki in this game. You're hoping. Probably not going to see Yamazaki in this game. Kim's I, a pretty popular character. Yeah, Kim will probably be in there. He'll be their other Korean representative. I'm thinking the team's probably going to be Kim, Chang, and Choi. Yeah, but hey, dig this, though. Right now, as of what we just saw, there's no guarantee that this thing's going to be team-based. That's true, and I also noticed something about Chang that's kind of interesting. He's wearing an orange uniform. Okay, yeah. He's no longer wearing the uh, Taekwondo uniform that Kim was rehabilitating him in. Oh, so you think he might have gone bad guy again? He might have escaped Kim's clutches, been recaptured by the law, and had broken out of jail. All right, well. Kim might not be in this game. That would be bad. And if they didn't put Kim in, they might put in Che Lim, Mei Lee. No, I don't think they have rights to Mei Lee. I'm not sure. But they might put in Che Lim or Seo Young. I'm not sure. Or maybe his son. Well, you know what? The speculation continues. But right now we've got Kyo, Iori, Leona, and Chang. It's a little better. It's a little better. But they, they said 2016. I don't think that's enough time. No, I don't think so either. Because the first trailer was awful and this one's just a little better. I did not like Goofy voice announcer. SNK! <laughs> Alright, it's time for King of Fighters! Yeah! I don't like it either, man, but you know what? It sounds like a hilarious Key and Peel character on an announcer for a video game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But listen, uh, I do love King of Fighters. King of Fighters 13. It's just it's an amazingly rich and, and deep franchise with crazy cool characters. People like we keep saying watch Baki, play KOF. You know what? It's not like the copy these days of KOF thirteen is gonna be hard, but you're gonna find out that it's deeply challenging and rewarding. And uh it's it's probably one of the tightest fighters out there. The execution level's a little high, but you know, I think if you haven't checked it out, it's it's you're you're doing yourself a disservice if you call yourself a fighting game fan. You know what I'm saying? I agree. KOF is one of the pioneers. I know that people think it's a Street Fighter ripoff, and in a way, it started out that way. But they did some unique things in their game that you'll see in a lot of other games. Yeah. Now SNK has always been pushing the envelope to try to like expand and change up the the formula. Sometimes good, sometimes awful. But what they do with King of Fighters uh, these past couple iterations have been nothing nothing short of pretty amazing, and and everybody deserves it. You know, owes it to themselves as new challengers and listeners of the podcast to go and pick up Cough Thirteen and play it. Uh, if not, just to like and trust me, if you start playing some King of Fighters, you're going to find out that you're going to get better at Street Fighter. Yeah, especially especially with the animation, it forces you to to. To be better. Yeah, King of Fighters has a higher level of execution than uh, some of the other fighting games out there. You might even compare it to the height of execution that's in Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Uh, and I know that game is also more popular than I thought it was. You know, 
I mean, I never was like a huge third, you know, Street Fighter Three fan, but a lot of people, a lot of people love that one. A lot of people like the King of Fighters too. And here's this. Here's hoping SNK can just can pull off a, a decent game. I mean, I'm dubious from what we've seen, but you know, they're switching to this 3D graphics, and let's hope they don't lose. They don't lose the King, the King of Fighters magic in the transition. And you know what? Shout out to the K Dash and Kula power couple at Arcade. Oh my goodness, that takes my number one power couple. That slightly edges out Yunsung and Zhang Hua because that that was. I don't know, man. They're the top two power couples of Onikon. Yes, because they're both both of those both of those all four of those those uh, those cosplays were fantastic. But we stopped everything to just chase down that at K Dash. Really glad I got to meet them. Yeah, they're cool people. Shout out to them. I think I found them on the Instagrams, but anyway. So also, hey, real quick, um, I created a brand new Instagram. If you want to follow me. Uh, drdd underscore challenger on the Instagram. And I'm just going to be putting stuff up from cons and the new challenger content on there. That's going to be specifically for that, not the rest of my mundane life. You will continue to see my mundane life and random other things on my channel as well. But you know one thing that your life has that mine doesn't? What's that? Banana gators. (laughs) But I digress. I digress. So what else, what else is at the con that, that was of, of relevance to the new challengers that was there? Well, we uh, we played in the Street Fighter Four tournament. We did. We got a couple rounds in. Yes. I lost to the angry challenger. I did. He he uh, he got the best of me in a very close DJ Makoto matchup, and he got the read, and he took the win on the very final round and advanced, advanced over me. We also hosted our panel and handed out some of uh, our flyers, so hopefully we'll have new listeners on the podcast. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast right now, that means you have not heard our previous podcast yet because I haven't posted it yet. Um, yes. I run behind when I'm on vacation. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it's easier to focus when I'm at work because all I do is work out new challenges and work. So, yeah. Yeah. Life stops for a combo, and it's worth it. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there were also some other fighting game tournaments that we did not get to participate in or observe because there's just so much going on. I've noticed that at these smaller cons, the uh, recent fighters aren't as popular. People like the older stuff or just like to play the quote-unquote more casual stuff talking uh smash brothers yeah uh, people love to play the older stuff like street fighter 4 has been around for a long time street yeah fighter 3 there was an svc chaos cabinet in there cabinet again it's up on the instagram of us playing it yes. and there was you know people were already a lot of people were on it and i was just surprised um there were there was a machine set up with skull girls too that indeed did happen. Yeah, and I I did play that and actually won all my Skullgirls matches. Very cool. I did not win all my Tekken matches because there were some very legitimate Tekken players there. But we had some great matches. So shout out to all the Tekken players that, that, that represented Tekken uh, to the extreme at Onicon. That they did. 
other than that, you know, um, we saw a lot of really good fighting game cosplay. Yes, we did. The aforementioned uh, Kazumi June. There was a chin running around. An amazing Kung Lao. We saw uh, some Ryu's and Ken's. Yep. And other than that, uh, not a lot of new Challengers-related stuff. I did see one of the representatives from the Anime Military Association. Shout out to them. Right she on, right there. on. We, uh, we spoke briefly and then parted ways, parted ways. Did not see her for the rest of the weekend. She left. Ah, uh, Yeah, I, I have a feeling that this con would have been bigger if it wasn't for the weather. The weather was a huge just, you know, factor in keeping people out. But still, still amazing. Yes, amazing cosplays. Just, just amazing costumes, amazing people, so much fun. I don't know if I'll be doing any cons in February. There are a lot of them out there, and I don't know if I'll be able to as well. But we'll keep you guys posted. Yes. Uh, I do plan on going down to Texas for a con, and I'm going to plan for at least one other con, uh, probably in the Houston area. Maybe Houston Comic Con, I don't know. I would love to go to Houston Comic Con, and, you know, it's always great because then we can meet up. Yes. Other than that, um, life is good. The weekend was great. Uh, We were recognized for our fitness, and once again, if you are fit, you can enjoy the con to the max. And if any of you look up a panel called the Cosplay Dating Panel. Don't post anything. No, don't. Just don't. Just keep it and, to yourself. And that's all we're going to add. That's all we're going to say. It was fun. We had so much fun, but none of that deserves to be on the internet. <laughs> oh, I'm just dreading that day. Yep. I did it to myself, though. I mean, you did. But you did it for the greater good. Like, everyone there needed you to do that. And I also did the charity for the greater good, because now I have a croconana. Yes, the one, the only Croconana. The very ripe Croconana. <laughs> so, not yellow like the other ones. The unripe one. The green, you know. Yeah, this one's definitely green. For sure. So, in other um, things that might be relevant to what we talk about with the new challengers, something just happened just recently over the weekend that I wasn't really able to stream. But Canada Cup, which is the last and final qualifying tournament for Capcom Pro Tour just happened. Okay. And the crazy thing is the top eight of Capcom Cup were all already qualified. So no one got the automatic bid from Capcom Cup. Hmm. So with that being said, the participants for Capcom Cup are indeed set. So there is an entire list of all the first round matchups. And I'm looking at it right now. All right. And there is one giant omission from this crew. Because my boy, PR Balrog, got bumped from the 32nd spot by Razor RB. So I have right here in my hand a coconut uh, ramune left over from Omicon. And I'm going to pour out this ramune for one Eduardo Perez PR Balrog. I was going for him. I'm a fan. It looks like I'm going to have to find someone else to root for because these standings, it's a harsh world out there, and he did not place 
in the top eight of his last two tournaments, which were the one in Costa Rica and the one in Canada. So it looks just like he will not be able to, I mean, as far as what I can tell, he will not be able to participate because the, uh, all the um, the complete standings are on um, are on event hubs. I don't know if these are written in stone though, so I could be wrong. But for right now, it looks like PR Balrog is off of this list. So going out, I'm not a betting man, but I like to talk like I gamble because it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say that right now, the front runner for winning this bad boy. I'll have to look to see if Vegas has odds, but I would say Momochi is looking to repeat this year as Capcom Pro Tour champ. I think that's a safe bet. He's the number one seed, Mm -hmm. but number two seed, you cannot count either one of these gentlemen out right now. Okay, okay, okay. Let me me just talk a quick, a little bit of esports. I know I said this was going to be a quick one, but I'm going to talk about this, this Capcom Pro Tour. Obviously, Momochi is on top of the world right now. Two gentlemen in particular are having ridiculous years. One of which is just because he's ridiculous. His name being Infiltration. Mm-hmm. Going to all these tournaments just because he wants to. Just wrecking face. Quali- like beating qualifying tournaments. Even though he's already qualified five times over. He's number two in the rankings. He's ridiculous. He does what he wants. He's out of control. Infiltration. Number three, a guy who's always been kind of like a runner up. Never quite like reaching that all-star level is Bonchan. Bonchan. He's, he's always in the shadows. He's like always in the shadows, but this year he beat out Tokido in the grand finals of the Kumite in Paris, France. Mm-hmm. And he took SoCal Regionals, which is a big one. Huge. That is huge. So right now Bonchan's got a lot of momentum. And then you're going to see faces like Jian, Evo Champ, Gamer B. The, this year's runner-up to Momochi. Uh, Luffy's up there. The, you know, the European, he's from France. He's, he, uh, he qualified. And then, of course, you've got all the familiar names, like all the, the, the Mad Cats crew, like Tokido, Mago, and Daigo. Razor, Fudo, Kazunoko, Nemo. So all those names are up on there, all those Japanese names that are ridiculous. They're all up in there. And as far as Team USA over here, Evil Genius is sending the likes of Justin Wong, who is a legend in his own right, and Justin Wong. That's right. Just just evil, just evil, that one Evil Genius because oh, no, none of the other Evil Geniuses were able to place, which is unfortunate for the U.S. But as far as U.S. goes, you got Justin Wong. You're looking at Dominion, 801 Strider. And Knuckle Dew, which I think I tweeted out one time that Knuckle Dew is probably the top player in the U.S. right now. Oh, he's kind of lost some momentum in the in the later part of the year, so we'll see. Okay, but last but not least, I want to say right now there's a dark horse in this event. A guy who's come on lately. He qualified with the Topanga A League tournament in Japan, the Tokyo Game Show, and I was like, who is this guy? K. Brad's been hyping this guy up. His name is Dashio, YBK Dashio. Okay, he okay. plays he plays one of the most nauseatingly <laughs> ridiculous sets I've ever seen, and he's been coming on as of late, destroying and just laying bodies out. And if anyone is in this tournament right now, he's seated twentieth, 
look for him to go far in Capcom Pro Tour, but then not next year because they don't have Seth in Street Fighter Five because he is ridiculous with this Seth. But uh, as far as America's hopes go, I'd put it in, in Justin Wong, 801 Strider, and our man Snake Eyes. I think Snake Eyes is the highest ranked American fighter we have. I really hope that Snake Eyes makes a good show. I'm not, I don't have really high faith in what's happening right now in the, our scene, but just got to stand by and wait. Yeah, I mean, I think earlier this year, I think U.S. had a couple of good showings in like CEO and a couple good showings, like a couple guys placed high in Evo. And I thought, oh man, maybe America is, you know, coming back. And then just look at Capcom, just Capcom Cup. It's like Japanese players, Drax, them, Sklounced. It's just, <laughs> so. Anyway, that's my rundown on the Capcom Pro Tour. Very good, very good. I nice can't wait. Nice there. Thank you so much. I keep up with it. Try to, I know, and I watch a lot of ESPN Sports Center. But, um, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this Capcom Pro Tour. I can't wait to. I can't wait to stream it. It's like the Super Bowl of Street Fighter. It is. So hey, angry. Is there any other shout outs you want to give? Just our normal ones. Uh, shout out to the USO. Once again, you know we always want to put them in the forefront. We do want to promote fighting games. We do want to promote ourselves as entertainers. But at the same time. We need to remember where we came from. And if it wasn't for the USO, our organization wouldn't exist. And they do great things for the troops. They do great things for deployed civilians. They're a great organization overall. I've got good friends there. I've made great friends there. Friends that probably uh, will be with me forever. So shout out to the USO. Uh, Head to the USO.org and, uh, you know, donate your time or money. Every little bit counts. So, yeah, I will be heading back to the USO here probably by the 9th of November. And I will once again resume my tournaments probably on the 11th. So on Veterans Day will be my next tournament. So very November fitting. 11th. Very and apt. Yes. So I will have two tournaments this month. And it will most likely be moving to a different base. So I will keep you all updated on what's going on, but I will continue uh, doing things with USO. I've got gifts to bring to the DND group in the USO Kandahar. Uh, hopefully they're still there. And can't wait to get out there and actually like post things on my Instagram that are related to the new challengers. Yeah. Um, instead of just our crazy wacky lives yes 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 um if it wasn't for the the uso um i wouldn't have met angry and we would be awful at fighting games so awful we would be so terrible we're not even that great now no no we're not we could get better we can always get better we are getting better though we are getting better every day you know what we we went online last night um we took our we took our talents to online and we played some ridiculous matches. There was one that we're not going to mention, but oh, like Chevo, we, Chevo, if you're out there, which you probably aren't listening to this, I hate you, but I respect the fact that you found a life hack for Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Um, but no, uh, other than that, we played some other strong players and we represented, and our team is still legendary. So. 
Uh, but shout out to the USO because none of that would be possible without bringing everybody together. I don't think I would have made it through my deployments at all if it wasn't for them and all the great work they do. So shout out to them. Yes, thank you, USO. And hopefully the tournament season this time will be better. Hopefully I'll be able to get some more gains in the gym. And more than anything else, I would really like it if we get a little bit more recognition so that we could give more back to the USO. Because I still think that there's more things that I can do personally. Yeah, to just to just get uh, a little bit more exposure so we could... Yes, exposure. So we could uh, we could help out more, you know. Yes, because uh, it's like if I really took it took into account all of the things that they did for us and the quality of life that was provided during the most stressful times in our lives, working out there, like I don't know what we what else we could do to give back because like for sure, you know, I feel I feel like anything we give back it would definitely be worth it just because it's like. Uh, it is incomparable, the quality of life that was given to us because of their their volunteering and their their hard work. I agree. So please support them, uh, support the troops as they're uh, as they're doing their thing over there. No one, you know, just, we could just tell you it's it's very hard and uh, and people need to get their mind off of off of the work, off the patrol, off the battlefield, and that's what starts all this. Anyway. Well, thank you. Yeah, man. Okay, well, that's the end of our show for today. Uh, we're going to keep it a little bit shorter, but as usual, uh, Dread it, would you like to close us out? It'd be my honor. Until the next challenge! Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you another time.